episode 18, Pornography Exposed, part three. In this episode, John and I wrap up our conversation about pornography. We share some strategies and things that can aid anyone along their journey to freedom. And would you rather take the stairs or the elevator? In the upcoming episodes, we'll be talking about marriage. If you have any questions, things you want to hear us talk about, or success stories, you can send those to confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks for listening. This is John. This is Lindsay. And this is Confessions of Us. Being weird. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a weird one because I am tired. Why are you tired, John? Well, let's tell everybody. Me and some fellas uh, went on a little overnight backpacking trip last night. Mm. And Mm. uh, (laughs) mm, so interesting. (laughs) Uh, And it was challenging to say the least. Why? Uh, It's a pretty strenuous trail. And uh, I have not backpacked in quite a few years, like serious, maybe like a little bit of gear here and there. But, you know, I mean, I had, you know, enough gear for the night, that type Mm -hmm. of thing a little bit of food, and uh, my knees aren't what they used to be. So I had to go real slow. Uh, you're, it, you're not a young buck, I'm like not they a, say. I'm not a young buck anymore. But <laughs> it, this, the, the, hard, the hike is hard. Like, I mm-hmm. think you you would send two – so hike, uh, we can't bear this lake. To get to the lake is about three, three plus miles. Okay. And you're going up, like, I think two to 3,000 feet of elevation in that time frame. Wow. Um, I know that specifically. Because when I hike and hike <laughs> through elevation, my fingers turn into little sausages. I'm, I'm sure that happens to other people too, but it's like, it's bad. It got yeah. so bad I take my wedding ring off because I was like, my fingers, I'm going to lose my finger. You're going to lose your finger. I'm going to lose my finger. So, um, but I put it back on right before I went to bed. Makes you feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> a lot better. Thank yeah. You. So, no, it was a good trip. It was just, it was hard, you know, a lot of steep elevation climbs, pretty rocky. Mm. Um, and like I said, my knees aren't what they used to be. So I just uh, took my time. Oh, and I hiked alone. Yeah, that kind of scared me when I knew that you were doing that. I was like, what if he gets kidnapped or, like, loses his way and can't find yeah. Kidnapped? <laughs> Get that guy with all the gear. That's the guy we're going to kidnap. He's hot and sweaty. <laughs> no, because a lot of the guys went up before, and uh, I just I couldn't get off work. We've been too busy, so uh, I just went up after I got off work. And, uh, yeah, so it was still good. I mean, you know, it just it was— uh, So he— you decided to go camping instead of taking me on a date? Oh, my gosh. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> Taking dates all the time. I took you to a date today to the mall. Oh, no, Where no. we shared a corn dog. No, no. With our kids. <laughs> yeah. That was a family outing because was it was like. Quote, unquote, family. So the family outing was just so Siobhan could burn energy. Let's be real. In an air-conditioned building. That's the only reason we went to the mall. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't go to an outdoor park because oh, it, it is was, like. Yeah, it was well, like. Well, I mean, compared to Arizona. Let's compare. It's a little let's, cooler. Let's compare all the heat to Arizona, because I heard lately it's 118 there, yeah, and it, it was only probably 105 here. Only 105. But, but the but the playground would have been way 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 too hot for yeah, her especially to at the play end on. of the day. That would yeah. have been no fun. It would have just been too warm. And I'm exhausted from not getting. Oh, and I usually don't get sleep. Oh, wah, wah, wah. You know, I'm me a river. So I didn't sleep, and then I had to hike out of the thing today. No, and then it was a good trip. Uh, we had a buddy get hurt, unfortunately. So, uh, it's just kind of, we had to be, take him out gingerly. And then like, we were trying to figure out, do we call search and rescue? And then. Who's ginger? We had to take him out gingerly. Get out of here. (laughs) 
<laughs> Your mom jokes are just as bad as my dad jokes. Uh, but it was a good trip. I'm exhausted. Um, it was fun. It was fun to get out there. It was a really pretty lake. Um, backpacking is just so cool because you get to see things you would never normally see. Mm, it just yeah. takes a lot of work, you know, getting all your gear and carrying that crap around. Well, it's good you only went for a so, night, so you didn't have to bring up a ton of stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, food, food and water is what takes up a lot of your weight. Um, yeah. Did you guys actually, like, eat over the fire? Like, what did you guys do for food? So you couldn't um, you couldn't do actual fires, so mm -hmm. you had to do, like, little camping stoves. They have real, yeah. you know, real, real efficient ones. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the guys just did freeze-dried meals. So since I went up so late, I mean, I had a little bit before I went up, and then I had jerky. Yeah. Jerky is perfect, you know, because it gives you plenty of protein and it tastes delicious. <laughs> They're like, do you want food? I was like, no, I got jerky. And then they can't give me much of food, so I ate all their food. So. Well, um, that place in Tooele, or is it Grant? No, where is it? Oh, Tooele, yeah, Thompson's has, Jerky. Yeah. That jerky is good. That was probably the best beef jerky I've ever it's had. it's big. Yeah. They're like huge pieces. Yeah. I was thinking about that. As I, as I was hiking up, I had the thought. I was like, why is beef jerky so stinking expensive? I was like, I should make my own. <laughs> the crap you think about when you're hiking, trying not to think about how much this sucks. Yeah. Uh, but it was good. I'm glad I'm home. It was a wonderful shower when I got home. And then, of course, kids want your attention. And I'm like passing out as I'm hanging out with Siobhan. And she was like, play with me. <laughs> I'm like, just watch a TV show, please. <laughs> so. Oh, that's great. But it was a good, it was a, it was good. It was a busy week, too. A lot of, a lot of church stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Um. But that was uh, that was amazing as well. We had the man, the myth, and the legend. Pastor Jurgen. Pastor Jurgen. The man, the myth, the legend. That's what they call him. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. He is pretty mythical. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great when he was here. Um, it's always, it's always, it was exciting to have him in the new building too. The energy is was good. That water is very loud. Maybe I'll cut that out. We'll see. <laughs> How was your week, babe? Um, week was good. We were, yeah, we were just really busy. It was a busy week. Mm -hmm. Had had a good friend over on Tuesday, I think. So that was nice. Her kids came over to play mm. with, with Siobhan. So that was fun. Um, but it was, yeah, it was just really busy. Yeah. Busy week, but good. Yeah, but really, really good week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we get our concealed carry this month. Oh, watch out. Watch out. Watch out, everybody. <laughs> We're, we're safe gun owners, though. You don't have to worry about Very us. Very safe. Just don't threaten us or our kids. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, cool. So this will be our third episode of the Pornography Talk, Pornography Exposed. Yep. Um, so in this episode, we are going to cover uh, just some good tips and tricks, some good strategies. Uh, Lindsay's going to read and kind of talk about some of the things that people sent us. She's going to you know, ask my opinion. We're going to do a little bit of that back and forth. So yeah. um, hopefully it's a good, valuable episode. Yeah, absolutely. So, Yeah. So let me just uh, kind of start off. We had about four different people kind of send us some feedback when it came to pornography and resources or any comments or advice that they could give us when it came to this stuff. And mm. I'm getting freedom from it. Yeah. And I basically more or less agree with yeah. everything they said. Yeah. I mean, it's not, and I think a lot of people know some of this, but um, it's mm -hmm. not necessarily groundbreaking. Yeah. One of the comments was actually the advice is to have like an actual plan um, that breaks down emotional triggers, those red flags, things or places that can cause temptation. 
I didn't even consider emotional triggers. Is there like what, for example, tell me for you, what Uh, is an emotional trigger? Well, hell, when before you're married, boredom, Mm, you'd be surprised because I just like, no, I don't know if it's the actual boredom or the effect of you or start to get attacked or whatever your desires or however you want to call it, your addiction rears its ugly head when you're bored because you're not thinking, you know, you mm. have nothing else thinking about. So yeah. the, it's, it's, it's funny. It's uh, boredom and shame can also feel it, which is weird. Mm. Like you already feel gross and disgusting. So you might as well do it again. Like, oh, interesting. yeah, okay. it's kind of a weird thing. Or of course being aroused, you know, that triggers as well, obviously. So, and then uh, when you're married, I mean, I know this from a little bit of my experience and the people I've talked to, because we've talked about the previous episodes, you can engage in this act of having some sort of quote unquote physical connection where it's obviously not, but um, triggers a few similar things in the brain. Uh, When you get in a fight, Mm -hmm. when you don't want to deal with your spouse, because it's easier to deal with pornography because you don't have to deal with communication and all those kinds of things. So um, it's a release without actually having to put in the work with your spouse. So that's where your mind goes after we have a fight or after mm, not really i mean occasionally i mean it's like i know you know for example if we haven't had sex in a while or whatever sometimes that is when uh you know stuff starts to creep up it's mm-hmm. like oh well of course i could do this um, of course that's stupid but it that's some of the triggers it's because it's easier mm-hmm. you can do that and it's you know however long you look and do whatever um as compared to actually putting in the work with your spouse, having a conversation, you know, engaging in romance and all that kind of stuff. So what are you smirking at? Um, no, I'm just listening to you. Yeah. No, so, that's good. Yeah. And, uh, and that's going to be different for everybody. And maybe, and there may be some deep seated stuff, you know, I don't know, maybe there's abuse in your, who knows, mm-hmm. but there are definitely different triggers for everybody. So, yeah. I definitely didn't think about a trigger for an addiction or like for you, you know, it's an, a advice or a comment was that um places that cause temptation is was is there anything for you that oh yeah like the beach okay yeah the beach uh the beach sucks to go to just in general not Um, you like the beach i I don't really love the beach i like looking at the beach when we went to hawaii you loved (laughs) yeah you're in freaking hawaii but uh and the 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 challenging thing is people are wearing bathing suits Mm You know, some a little more uh, conservative or risque than others, obviously, but that's just the challenge is you're not even necessarily looking at it. You know, you're just looking around, checking out the, you know, the ocean, whatever, or someone walks by, you know, or you're white. So it's, that's why I don't personally love to go to the beach, mm-hmm. you know, or it's one of the reasons other than the sand and all that kind of crap, but. <laughs> <laughs> Does the sand get in your shorts? Yes, yeah, it gets in my shorts. Um but it, uh, it's, just, it's just a challenge because it's either, what do you do? You either look down, you look up, you close your eyes. You know what I mean? It's just, and you're trying look, to- you look at your wife. Or you look at your wife. But I mean, even looking at your wife, someone could walk in your peripheral. Like it's just, and it, that's where the, the addiction aspect like kind of comes into play. Because mm-hmm. in that sense, whether you're talking a more physical addiction, you know, a spiritual attack, whatever, it's constantly there. And that's the trigger. And that's the one of the hard things about porn is, you know, generally alcohol, for example, drugs, you can kind of separate, you know, from that. 
you can't really get away from other people too much. You know, there's always going to be some interaction to that. And then the beach, obviously, you know, people are half naked running around at the beach. So that's a, that's a big trigger for me. Mm. Or I remember in college, we would go to Vegas and the, and the joke was, you just have to look down the whole time because mm. women are very scantily clad there um, doing their doing their Vegas thing. So Their Vegas thing. Or you're walking along and they're handing out those little cards that have porn on them. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Gotcha. So yeah, definitely places. I mean, that's, I think that's pretty obvious, but I mean, there may be other ones for other people. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there is. Oh, I'm sure there is. It's just was something that, that I was surprised by because the emotional trigger, I mean, em- we have lots of emotions. So sure. yeah, I just thought that was really interesting and good advice. I think, you know, you really liked one of the comments that she talked about, the person that shared, used the quote, like, to starve the beast. Yeah. And do you think in your pornography, when you were walking with this journey for pornography, that you got to a point where you realized, like, I got to cut this out. How do I starve the beast in a sense? Because she said, she shared, you know, do the practical things. Um, If you're going to starve the beast, go all out, you know, get a flip phone, no Wi-Fi, have that solid accountability. Um, do all that you can, you know, because, um, I mean, iPhones are like. Just, just iPhones, not well, Androids. Uh, okay. I mean, smartphones. Whatever, whatever. Smartphones are a luxury. Sure. And a luxury that can be like just with where you're at in life, you well, know, if I you mean, can even handle. Yeah, it's when it is a an addiction, which unfortunately so often for people it becomes you know, porn mm-hmm. is generally not one of those things you just do once or do very occasionally, maybe for some people. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I guess it's possible, but usually it's something you repetitively look at mm-hmm. and that's where it does start to become, you know, just part of your life, kind of part of your daily routine and you don't even think about it. Yeah. Um, so I think that when you're trying to get free from porn, you have to decide how important it is to you mm-hmm. because... And you have to, therefore, put in the work and the actions to get free from that. You know, it's just like if, okay, we keep going back to alcohol because it's a good good thing. You know, if you're struggling with alcohol, you're going to get rid of all the alcohol in your in your yeah. house, yeah. right? If you're struggling with alcohol, you're not going to maybe go to events that there's maybe a lot of alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you go to dinner, with, you know what I mean? You're going to put in steps and protections to protect you from you know, maybe being around it initially yeah. Um, until you kind of build up some tools and that kind of thing to where you can be around it. Mm-hmm. Porn is no different because, again, women or, you know, men aren't going away. Mm-hmm. You know, people wearing scantily clothes aren't going away. Yoga pants, unfortunately, are not going away. Like, those things are not going away. And um, that's where I think initially starving the beast, which is such a great term in general, um, is so helpful because it helps give you mental clarity when you, and we know this just from other people we know that have struggled with addiction. When you are deep into it, you don't think clearly. Mm, yeah. Either you, either there's so much condemnation or shame or you name it, but you have to, yeah, you have to continue, you have to decide what is the most important to you. So mm. when you're starving the beast initially, you get that mental clarity and allows you to think about what you want. You know, I mean, hell, if you want to look at porn, look at porn. I don't care. You know, if you want to do drugs, do drugs. 
But if you're trying to break free from those things, having that period to where you can put some things into place, when you can really think about what you want, um, what you're fighting for is yeah. very, very important. Um, but then after the fact, I mean, I know for me personally, I, I'd put up the, the more recent struggle that I can remember, I put up several blockers mm -hmm. on my computer, on mm -hmm. my put on couple on my computer. I put a, you know, one on my phone and I am unfortunately one of those people where, and this is maybe part of the addiction. I don't know where, when I see a roadblock, I love to solve problems anyways. So then I'm like, okay, how do I overcome this thing that I've set in place to myself to get to this thing that I'm trying to get to, mm. right? To look at porn. So I would bust through all the blockers. And that's where I had to start setting up several blockers and find one that really shuts stuff down. And it's a pain in the butt. Like for example, on your phone, mm -hmm. there's a blocker where you can't use you know, whether it's maybe Safari or Google Chrome or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You have to use their internet browser. That's how they track and oh, okay. block you. Mm -hmm. The problem is their internet browsers suck. They're <laughs> slow and it's just, but you start to make all these excuses, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to, but then you never win, you know, or you at least mm -hmm. never get to a point where you can win. Yeah. And so I think understanding that when you, and this is, I think, any addiction, when you are struggling with said addiction, you need to do anything and everything to make sure that you can keep yourself clean, yeah. so to speak. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think with pornography, you have to go balls to the wall, whether it's get a flip phone, you know, whether it's put as many annoying blockers as you can on your phone, on your mm -hmm. computer. You know, another huge um, thing is getting accountability, you know, having someone you can talk to about your struggle. Whether it's, and you'd be amazed at how much just the text, you mm -hmm. know, like with other guys I've known, I just said, hey man, I'm struggling, you know, pray for me or whatever. Um, and then if you need to, you call and talk to them. It's just those small things make a huge difference yeah. because it kind of helps you take you out of your mind mm -hmm. for a second and realize like, oh yeah, I'm not alone. You know, I'm, I have someone to walk life with and there are mm -hmm. so many resources out there uh, that can help you walk through some of this. But you know, you just have to decide what are you willing to do? Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. and then you, unfortunately, like if you're married, you know, you have to figure out what your spouse can handle, so to speak, at that moment. Maybe, you're, maybe I don't generally recommend your spouse be your accountability partner. Mm -hmm. I do not think that's wise mm -hmm. because there's already going to be pain there. Mm -hmm. And then for someone, you know, you're trying to rebuild trust or whatever it may be, and that person's trying to deal with, you know, your show, you know what I mean? So it's like get mm -hmm. outside help. Yeah. Yeah. And get people that can help you walk through that journey, but mm -hmm. do everything, do everything, get yourself a flip phone. Don't use your computer. You know what I mean? Put your computer and like, you know, maybe a, a, public a public place in your house that you're never alone. Like do what you have to, to win. Mm -hmm. And the enemy and your addiction will convince you that, Oh, let's just don't do that one thing. And that one thing is where it's going to attack you mm -hmm. every single day. Time. Is that how? Is that That's how? That's exactly how it was for me. Being alone. So one of so I was I didn't look at porn for a couple of years, and uh, I went and lived, or I did a seasonal job in North Carolina, and uh, for the first little while I had roommates, mm -hmm. and then I think for the last hell I don't know two three months of the job I those guys moved out because mm -hmm. they went off to do whatever, and I was alone in the house all the time. 
and I didn't have, I mean, I knew some people there I'd hang out with occasionally, but I didn't hang out with a ton of people. So boredom, it just slowly creeps in. Being alone slowly creeps in. Mm. And if you don't have good blockers, because by then I had, you know, hadn't looked at it for years. So the blockers slowly drift away. You're not keeping them updated What this, that, and the other. You get a new phone and that's all it takes. Mm. And then that boredom creeps in, the loneliness creeps in, and then... Well, part of me, part, this is what my mind thinks, like, boredom is just boredom. Like, you can, you can change something about, you know, like, you can actively say, you know, I'm bored. And I know that I, during, like, when I'm bored, I'm Mm -hmm. more susceptible to look at porn. And so I need to get out of this house. Like, how... But that's a good thing. Like, you, like you just said, maybe you go for a run. You know, I I knew a guy that every single time he got tempted, he dropped down into push-ups, you know, but you're right, though. And that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got stuck is I was not filling that boredom with productive things. I was playing video games. Mm. And playing video games is not a good thing with porn because you're already on the computer. Mm-hmm. And there's lulls in maybe what you're doing. And that's what sits things like. So it would creep in, right? It, would sl- it was, again, it was a slow process. The mm-hmm. whole boiling a frog in a pot of water kind of thing um, where the thought would creep in. Right? Like, oh, I'm not going to look at porn. That's, you know, I'm doing that. And then it keeps happening, keeps happening, keeps happening. And then it's then it then it sinks its teeth into you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do X to keep to be not bored. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it just slowly tightens its grip. And then next thing you know, you're looking at porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's so much, especially for me, like, because I was all the way across the country. You know, I didn't have anybody close that, you know, I was walking with in that kind of stuff. And it was just a downhill fast mm-hmm. during yeah. that time. So it's how weird. Much, how much do you think like the blockers, right? The blockers and the other things can only go so far. And so. The blockers are not the solution. Yeah. They are an aid to get to true healing, true freedom, mm-hmm. those types of things, you know? Yeah. So like, like you said, accountability, you mm-hmm. know, so to have that aid in a sense, like accountability, I think is important to have face-to-face contact or just sure. that close relationship that they can call you out, that they can challenge you, whatever it may be. Um, just because you're probably not the only person that is For that sure. way that like uh, you see a problem, you want to get past it. You want to see how you can figure well, it yeah. out. I mean, it's, I mean, it's very, I mean, it's no different than alcohol, drugs, those types of things. Mm-hmm. You know, people go to support groups, you know, those types of things. I think all of those things, again, they are a, they are not the solution. They are, mm-hmm. I think they sh- should be a part of the solution Yeah. to where they are getting to a place where you're getting mental clarity, you're getting support, you know, you're starting to deal with, but I think a good, for example, I think any good therapist or psychologist worth their salt, you know, let's say you're struggling with depression or you're depressed or whatever you want to call it. They shouldn't just give you a bunch of drugs and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Right? You mm-hmm. would hope that they would, you know, maybe you're an antidepressants or whatever yeah. to help you get past the hurdles or whatever you're going on with your life. But they're, you know, and then they walk through you. They mm-hmm. walk through you. They give you tools and to deal with things. They give you, you know, that's, that's I would think that's what you would want. Like yeah, yeah. for me personally, if I was dealing with that, I don't want to be stuck on antidepressants forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear all sorts of stories with it. They do all sorts of things to you. Um, This is a similar thing. Not to say that you shouldn't always have blockers, right? Mm -hmm. Because, but they're, that's not going to solve the problem. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've heard stories where, 
I've seen guys where they have a blocker, for example, but they know the password to it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you are an idiot. You are an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like pointless, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. It's pointless at that point. So because it was even like I knew a guy, I heard a story. It was like uh, his password was like, I love my wife. Oh, shit. When you are steeped in addiction, especially with pornography, you just turn off. Mm. And you just turn to autopilot. And then you're, it's, yeah. And it's like, it's, of course, I'm sure he loved his wife. Yeah, yeah. You know, but no. Don't have your own stinking password. Just don't be yeah. an idiot. Yeah. So there, there are so many good things out there. There's obviously the instant blockers that are like maybe on your web browser, on your computer, mm-hmm. you know, on your phone. Then there's, a, you know, a step above that where you are actually blocking your address to the internet. Mm-hmm. There's even a step beyond that where your Wi-Fi router, you can put blocks on that. Like, What have you done for yourself? I've done all of that. So we have a blocker on our Wi-Fi or? I don't have a blocker on the Wi-Fi. I have blockers on the computer. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, no, I think we may actually have blockers on the Wi-Fi. I think, I think we do. I don't really well, remember. Okay. Um, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then, do you like how we're just talking about this now? And I haven't asked you. <laughs> no, that's the you thing. You may, you may have mentioned that before. Yeah, and it was I think just there might be a blocker ago. on the Wi-Fi. I can't quite yeah. remember. Um, but I know those blockers on the computers. Um, there is, uh, I have a blocker on my phone, a pretty good one. But here's the thing, though. The, that's, that's why they're not yeah, the solution yeah, because yeah, they're only yeah, going to yeah. go so far because mm-hmm. porn is everywhere to whether it's the lower grade porn, I guess you would call it, whether it's just half naked people in swimsuits or whatever, to the full blown porn that's just leaked. It's yeah. made its way onto other because it's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. It's on Pinterest. We talked about it's everywhere. So mm-hmm. you're never going to fully get away from it. Mm-hmm. That's why these things are there just to get you often past a hurdle or to help you stay uh past some of those uh, initial battles. So, yeah. all right, keep going. Um, so something that I really liked um, that someone had mentioned was that just educating yourself on um, the effects, like mentally how it affects your brain, mm. um, as well as even the recovery, educating yourself on the recovery aspect, how to heal. Sure. And she, I mean, she was kind of commenting on the physical part of it more than necessarily. I mean, she mentioned also getting a group, you know, joining a group, having accountability, all of that. But I have never heard of, I've heard of that it affects the brain in a certain way, but I've never heard of actually how important it is to know how the brain actually needs to heal Mm. from years of addiction. Well, it's just, and that's the thing. I think different addictions, right? We talked a little bit last episode, will do different things to your brains. Mm-hmm. And the, and I, they could be doing the same thing. I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But porn, obviously, is releasing that chemical over and, and it's bathing your brain over and that's what you're getting addicted to mm-hmm. um, or one of the main things. And, it, and it's such things like your brain is constantly being bathed in it. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's going to be a point where you're not and you're struggling or, you know, whatever. But I mean... I've seen studies where porn and masturbation lead to depression, will lead to, I don't know if it goes to full on suicide. Obviously, it can lead to issues in your marriage, to divorce, mm-hmm. to, I mean, you name it. Um, I mean, I've seen some people that are so addicted, they don't leave their house. Mm. And that's all they're doing. Wow. And um, I mean, I know for me, there were times where that, you know, sometimes it's just maybe once a day mm-hmm. or, you know, and then when you're going through it, sometimes it's like, all day long, mm. you know, different. Mm-hmm. It's just, but that's the thing though, is it constantly seeps into you in different areas yeah. and you start to mm. do things you wouldn't think you would normally do. Mm. So, um, 
But I think going back real fast, having a plan is key. Okay. And I think, you know, having the blockers is a part of it. Having accountability is part of it. Doing some practical things, getting in a support group, all those things. Figuring out your emotional triggers, your red flags, all those things are important. That's why I think the educating yourself is good too. Yeah. Because I think it just fuels the knowledge you have about the subject. Mm -hmm. um, but then you have to have a plan. You can know about it, but if you don't have a plan, it means nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and we know this in our, we're dealing with this in our finances. You know, we've talked about people, uh, we're doing pre, you know, premarital counseling with people where you have to have a plan yeah, yeah. if you want to succeed. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you maybe you have certain goals, right, that you're trying to achieve. Having a plan is very, very important. You have to, you have to, you have to put something into place or you're just going to keep spiraling. Yeah. So, yeah. but I like that allowing your brain to heal Yeah. because yeah, it's big. And then like I said, support group is, is massive. Yeah. I was thinking about this, like you said, you know, having a plan and I think the aspect in every, any stage of life, any um, addiction or, you know, time in your life where you're struggling, right? Like community is such a huge part of overcoming and, and it's, you know, like a support group, having someone walk through you with that. And for instance, if it's someone fresh, like for, okay, how about you? If you could tell someone, if you could tell your younger self to not be um, succumbed by shame, but to start getting healing, like, what would you, what would you say to your young, like your younger self um, how to get out of porn and the emotional things that need to be let go of, like maybe shame or pride? It's not even, sometimes it's, it's not even that co complicated. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's simply that your base desires take over and you're horny. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I hate to say it, but that's simply times what's what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, you're trying to meet a very basic need and that's where... That's, again, that's one of the so damaging aspects of it is you're trying to meet, quote, unquote, that basic need. But, and that is another, I don't actually know if we've talked about this point. Um, I don't want to stay on this point too long, but that's where one of the things porn does is it makes the act of sex so selfish, mm. where the act of sex is not. Where, you know, even in marriage, there, you get to a point where, it, it's not just about you anymore, mm -hmm. right? In the yeah. act of sex, you hopefully that you both get moments of joy and all that kind of stuff and you are trying to go, it's not just about you. Same thing as in your marriage. It's not just about you. Mm -hmm. And porn fuels very, very selfish desires mm. that it's just about you. So is that something you would say to, like if you're... Well, yes, but what, so... It's just, I just wanted to touch on that because yeah, it's, it's yeah. such a powerful point. Yeah. And it's just to remember mm -hmm. in that, like that's the damage you're doing to your marriage because mm -hmm. it's, it's remembering one of the things that also helps if you are married, unfortunately, is you, I think in any situation where trust is betrayed, you have to listen to the other party and you have to walk through that, you know, getting help, getting mm -hmm. counseling, getting, you know, another married couple to walk through is all so importantly. And, and you have to... I think sometimes, I don't know if all the time is the best advice, but sometimes you have to come face to face with the pain that you are doing. Mm, and yeah, again, the whole good. porn and master, it's just, it's a very, it all becomes very selfish because it's just about you in that moment to get, to, you know, satisfy your base desires. Okay. So what I would tell myself is the fight is worth it. Mm. 
And that's where I, I brought up that point where it, sometimes it's just about your base desires is because, especially when you're young and you're a young man, your testosterone is firing at a million miles an hour and you just don't care. You are, because again, we, this is where the big, one of the bigger issues is people lack mentors, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's mentors outside of the home, whether it's parents don't know, they, parents, you've heard this forever. They don't know how to talk about sex. I don't talk about this any, but this is a part of sex. Mm -hmm. Teaching your son or daughter how to deal with those emotions, mm -hmm. how to deal with the baser desires of, you know, being turned on and obviously being tempted and then being horny. Like mm -hmm. when you're young and you fall into porn, you never, you generally never learn any of this. Mm. And you're, you're teaching yourself that it, you're just about instant gratification. Mm -hmm. You're teaching yourself that it's just about filling your base desires over and over and over again. But you're not learning about the context of a relationship and what it is and why those desires are there. You know, you're no, you're no, you don't learn any of this. Yeah, yeah. And if you do, it's already distorted by that point. Mm -hmm. And that's where I would tell some of myself this, like early on. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because, you know, you hope that you would get this from a parent or um, you have to talk to your kids about sex, obviously. Mm -hmm. yeah, Never be afraid yeah. of that. Yeah, don't be afraid. It's, you know, like it's better to be awkward, for it to be awkward than for uh, anybody. One of the most mm -hmm. amazing parents I know have, we are extremely open about their kids about sex. And I'm not saying that it's prevented everything, mm -hmm. but it helps, at least gives them, I think, a better fighting chance. Yeah. And it helps build better, healthier habits. And probably also creates that openness for mm -hmm. a child to feel like, oh, I can yeah. actually talk about this. Yeah. So, and again, like you, and again, I mean, I, you can say this to your younger self, but whether you really comprehend that, I don't know. But that's why I think that question is always so funny. Like, what would you say to younger self? It's like, I was an idiot <laughs> when I was younger. Like, I'm not going to understand any of this. Um, but it's just, it's so interesting. All the things that this, this particular struggle does is like I said, it's continuing to fuel. It's just about you. It's just about you. It's just about you. And you're teaching yourself this inadvertently when you're young, because when you're looking at porn mm -hmm. and you're masturbating, you are, you know, you're just, you're developing so many unhealthy habits that's so difficult to break later mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. um, that you'll most likely deal with forever, especially when you're just so young and you're developing those things. It's crazy. And again, you're, you, you're teaching yourself or other people, maybe you're teaching you this, but like, oh, you're, you're horny, just masturbate without teaching your, you know, self-control, all these things. And all these things are how you succeed in mm -hmm. the battle of pornography. Mm -hmm. This is all things you need to educate yourself with and or hopefully educate, you know, kids, other people you're walking with, maybe mm -hmm. you're mentoring somebody. Um, these are all how you succeed in understanding like it becomes a very selfish act. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. People try to tell me stuff all the time. Like, oh, it's this. I'm like, no, it's not. Like you can convince yourself of whatever you want, mm -hmm. but when you see a attractive person that walks by and you look at their butt as they walk by, that is about you. You cannot tell me that that is about something else. And porn fuels that. Mm. It. I don't know why it would do anything else. That's what mm -hmm. it's made to do. It's made to fulfill quote unquote fantasies. Mm -hmm. It's made to get you to watch it over and over and like mm -hmm. come on like. Yeah. Think about it. So anyways, a little tangent there. But 
Yeah. So all these things are how, mm -hmm. you know, some of these things are how you think. So you mentioned community. Mm -hmm. Community. Did you mention community? Yeah. Okay. I, it's it's I, on our notes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, I don't know. I would say all that to myself, maybe, mm -hmm. whether I would understand that. I don't know. Um, but I would, again, I think the thing I would say, I would teach myself if I could, it would be kind of weird, but like the importance of not doing it mm -hmm. and why. Because mm -hmm. again, you don't, you're not going to understand some of those bigger concepts when you're super and young. And you didn't really have anyone in your life that walked you oh, through. Yeah. None. Nobody. Yeah. 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 I just, I was left to discover my own devices, you know, which is a dangerous thing, especially in, it's even worse now. Yeah. With smartphones yeah. and everything. Like, yeah. you better teach your kids or your family or someone else is going to. Yeah. And what do you want them to learn? So, um, but community, community is probably one of the most important things, if not the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Because often... The porn battle is, you know, maybe you have, you know, a bunch of older dudes that maybe they're not in it now, but they mm -hmm. have been. Yeah. Or whatever. And the beauty with the porn, maybe you just get coffee with a bunch of dudes and you're open and you're honest and you're mm -hmm. real. It's just a support group, basically, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you come and you talk about it with each other. And, um, and the beauty of that is when you and, if you, and if you can do it with people you walk life with is even better mm -hmm. because as you're doing life, something comes up, something happens, you know that you can lean on that person right in front of you mm -hmm. or whatever side. So I mean, that's right. I say this because I was hiking with somebody today and um, that's what it made me think of. Like he, you know, he's a good friend. He's always things. And I know that I can trust him like, uh, you know, and anyways. So yeah. community is vastly, it's so, so important, mm -hmm. especially in this um, thing. And you know, and this is not everywhere, but ten, this tends to be a big struggle in the Christian community. And this is where we get some of these things mm -hmm. and walking life. And if you have a church, mm -hmm. if you're part of a church and you don't have one of these groups, start one. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you are struggling, find some dudes because I guarantee they're there. Or girls. Or girls, of course. And walk. That's why walking life with people is so, so important. Yeah. So, because we're all doing, we're all struggling with different things. So. Mm -hmm. I was also thinking someone had mentioned like if you have a friend that is struggling with this and a family member to be, you know, but they're trying to get out of that addiction and walk away from that. Mm. Um, she had mentioned be supportive. Oh, Don't, yeah. Well, you know, like, like any, any struggle. Yeah. I mean, and for instance, I just think like if someone literally needed help with the process of putting blockers on their phone, getting rid of um, oh, sure. anything, right? Like don't yeah. be... The person, you know, maybe the person that has the addiction, don't be ashamed to feel like you need to say that you need help. Like maybe you mm -hmm. don't know how to do mm -hmm. something. Ask I've helped, for help. I've helped plenty. <clears throat> I mean, I know I've helped single moms mm -hmm. deal with this with their boys, figure out some of the blockers, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, give resources to people, make people aware of certain things, you know, because uh, we even we've, we've been involved in youth to some degree or another for a long time. Yeah. Youth kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, this is, of course, is a big battle for them. Mm -hmm. And especially with phones and all this kind of stuff. And because um, it's, it's, it's rampant all over the internet. Like you yeah. don't, it takes five seconds to find any sort of porn. So, yeah. Um, and trust me, you think your kid's not looking at it. They have a smartphone. If they will be shortly, like don't, yeah. don't yeah. be fooled. By like, oh, my kid's great, or this, that, or the other, I'm sure or they whatever. Are great, but exactly, I'm sure yeah. they are. But that doesn't mean this type of thing is not going to come for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because here's the thing: no one wants to talk to their kid about masturbation. It's weird, and I get it. <laughs> but do it. 
you know, yeah. talk. Because again, if you're not going to teach your kids, gonna, someone else yeah, will. They're going to pick so, it up somewhere else. Yeah. And it's just, you want to get ahead of that stuff, mm-hmm. especially in hyper-connected world we live in now. So, um, yeah. yeah. And that's in the shame thing. I, I knew somebody once where um, they had a spouse that was struggling with alcoholism and uh, they would go to the point where they would count how many beers this person was drinking mm. and then confront them about it and, sh- and shame them. Mm. And I'm like, that's crazy because shame and no addiction from outside so is going to help. Mm-hmm. Because trust me, that person that's struggling with that addiction has enough shame. Yeah. They have yeah. a ton of shame. Yeah. So um, that's one of the things that keeps them in the addiction. So mm-hmm. you're not helping yeah. if you're doing that. Please stop yeah. because you're not, you're not helping <laughs> yeah. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then and again, it's all the, let's, let's end on this and then we'll, the porn conversation is so much bigger than these simple things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's understanding the, the, the true battle, if you will, that's going on for men, for young men, for young women, for, you know, for all these things, what's coming after them. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, pornography is one of those things. And and right now, the big thing that's going on is, uh, you know, there's a lot of awareness popping about uh, uh, child sex trafficking mm-hmm. or just child trafficking. Or yeah. just, you know, like a, and unfortunately, pornography fuels a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and that's what I always found something so interesting about, you know, prostitution. They're like, oh, that person's making a living. I was like, do you really think if that person had a choice, mm-hmm. that is what they would choose? Yeah, yeah. I think the percentage would be so vastly low, it would be insane. Because someone is either put into that situation out of slavery mm-hmm. or, you know, anyway, I don't want to get into that tangent yeah, too much, yeah. but there's a big old, there's a bigger thing happening here. Mm-hmm. And in order to be successful in porn, that is something you have to understand. The blockers and the accountability, that's only a small part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I think the educate yourself, um, even on the medical side, on the spiritual side, on the physical, all that stuff is important because yeah, it helps you yeah. un- understand the bigger things that's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully understands what you're fighting for. Yeah. You know, you're, you're fighting for a healthy marriage. You're fighting for a healthy sex life. You're, you're fighting for just healthiness in general, mm-hmm. you know, so. And um, fighting yeah. for your kids. And fighting for your kids. For purity, for freedom, for, yeah. you know. Exactly. And it's like, think if, think if you have a young girl that stumbles across porn. Think about that's what that's going to mm-hmm. do to her. You yeah. know, maybe she doesn't venture down like the standard path that a guy does, but there's going to be a whole bunch of other crap that it does to her. Um, and there's so many studies out that what porn does to young brains, mm-hmm. it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking. That's usually when you start looking at it is when mm-hmm. you're 12, 13, 14. And just think about how impressionable you are and how much your brain is forming. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a drug. It's, I think I heard a quote, just as addictive, if not more as cocaine mm. or heroin, one of the two. And those drugs are super addictive. Yeah. It's just as addictive. And it's so much more accessible and not quote unquote frowned upon. So mm. we hope that helps. Yeah. Um, again, I'm sure there'll be more conversations about this. We could talk about this forever. Uh, I think later this week, we're going to we're gonna try and look for some uh, resources, mm-hmm. release them on our social media. Um, hopefully we'll add them to the show notes if I can remember. Uh but yeah, let's let's on end on a lighter note because right. that porn porn conversation always gets real heavy. Um, so I actually thought about this question randomly. Okay, I don't so even you remember. think of it and then you answer it. Uh, 
I yes. think of it, you mean well, I I'm say sorry, it. you say it. Yeah. You know what I mean. You so say the question that I came up with is if you were only five inches tall, would you rather take the stairs or the elevator? If you had to go to another floor. Mm -hmm. There's two challenges. In the elevator, you obviously have to press the button to go up or down, right? And then once you That's get a in, question. then when you get in the elevator, you still have to press a button. So. I mean, you could always hang out and wait. Oh, there you go. You could hang out and wait. Um, you could find maybe if you're a good climber, you could like shimmy up the um, the stairs, the frame. No, like the frame of the elevator. Maybe. Why don't you just go up the stairs at that I, point? But to me, like, I don't know. I guess it depends on how bad you want to get to the next floor. Yeah, like maybe it's okay. So maybe it's five floor. Maybe you have to get you're on well, the first think floor. About, you have to think about all floor. those shows. You know, you'd hop in someone's shoe. You oh, know, there we go. You yeah, know, yeah, you'd yeah, hop yeah. on their shoe uh -huh. and hopefully they're going up. Yeah, you know? no, that's a great, that's a great point. You know, yeah. or you just hang out in the elevator and you just wait. I mean, that's the only thing you could do, but then hopefully you don't get trampled. Or maybe when you try and get I out of the elevator. I was thinking maybe you could like, if there was anything in the, in the lobby area or something, you could maybe it was even just like a, depending how strong you are, how strong a five inch person would be. I love, I love those movies because physics changes when you're that big, right? <laughs> think about, I was just thinking about this. So let's say you're riding on someone's shoe, right? And as they're walking, is it like a crazy gust of wind? Mm, you yeah. know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. like, oh my God, like, is it, or is it, you know, think about if you're hiding in the elevator and you actually have to for one, not only do you have to traverse the space from the door opening to getting outside of it, you have to jump the gap yeah, yeah, of the doors. Yeah, mm -hmm. Maybe you don't make the gap <laughs> and you are obviously done at that point. You know what I mean? So it's like... What risks are you willing to take? I guess it depends where, where you got to go. So I think I would ride... I was going to answer the question. What would you rather... Oh, I, I think I would ride the elevator. Really? I think mm -hmm. I would try and... Take the stairs Why? on someone's shoe. On, oh, on someone's shoe. I just think it would be safer because I'm yeah, not a great yeah. jumper. I don't think I'm making that gap. Like, let's be You're real. You're not a good jumper. I'm not a good jumper. And if I'm five inches tall, that is like, that's not even a half an inch. Like, that is so... You're it's like, like that, what's the Ant-Man movie? Is yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But he kept his full strength yeah. when he was punching people when he was that size. But maybe, I don't know, maybe we should reference Ant-Man. Yeah. I also thought about the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Yeah. That's what those I thought are, of. I think are, that's how that crushing came up. Those are classic. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Ant-Man movies are good, though, because mm -hmm. they do a lot of those little weird physics things. Um, I think it was in one of them, there was like a fight scene, and there was like a oh. the train going around, and it hits the person. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. I think I would I would try and ride someone's shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just don't think I would the elevator would go down well for me. Because think about how big do you think that gap is when you're five five inches tall? Maybe when we we get to another elevator, we'll have to look and measure it and see how. Oh my gosh! The distance. And then we'll have someone else do a bunch of math for us because that sounds like complicated math. If you were five inches tall and you were running at this speed, could you could you clear the gap? So. Oh my god. It would be it would be entertaining. Yeah. Hey, you want to hear a good a good thing? Okay. I think we are sub fifty minutes on this episode. So. Oh, we never. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. It was great. Good episode. Yes. Uh, I think that's it. I think yeah. it was short, sweet. Yeah. At least it felt short. It probably wasn't short. No, I think we, I think it was a good episode. I think we did good. Yeah. I'm proud of us staying at that time. Okay. This is Lindsay. And this is John. And this is Confessions of Us. Bye. Good night. If you'd like to support Confessions of Us, you can head over to confessionsofus.locals.com. And there you can make any sort of donation you would like to the show. 
Also, head over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and check us out at Confessions of Us Podcast. If you would like to send us any questions, you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram or email us at confessionsofuspodcast at gmail.com.